Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. thing this morning. Right, leave that in. <laughs> sorry. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Boxing Day. We're very sorry that this is the only original podcast we've put out over Christmas, but this one will be special because we're both tired. Hello, Adam. We're both very tired. You're, you're a lot more tired than I am. Oh, no, I'm, I'm all right now. Is it actual Boxing Day? It's actual so, Boxing so are we day. pretending this is Boxing Day? Yes, this is actual boxing day. Which it means for any gig stories to work, you, you, you gigged on Christmas Day. You, you've ruined the concept of what I thought might be a good idea. With someone, if someone might have listened to the whole advent calendar, will now have a little little treat on Boxing Day, and now you've screwed it up by ten. My okay, we'll, we'll start. <laughs> Happy Boxing Day, everyone! The day where we box away everything, but we yeah. remember what it was like two and a half weeks ago. See, that's what we should have done. Oh, have you had any gigs in the last two weeks? Oh, yes, I had one yesterday what, uh, on Portion Record. I've had a few gigs. What have you done in your I, few gigs? Well, the, the good old carving of the turkey was my highlight yesterday. That's not why, why am I talking so much? I'm trying to think what I've actually done or what stories I'm allowed to tell you. 
Well, we both did a gig in the cinema. We gigged in the cinema together. That was nice. Yeah, and uh, I would... you know, you know, your career's going well when you're up against a new Napoleon film, <laughs> and it's not you making another film. It's generally you are up against a new Napoleon film. And uh, I, uh, after we gigged, Chris, I uh, mm. went over to the desk and went, "How many were in for Napoleon?" And they said twenty-one. <laughs> and I punched the sky, knowing we beat Napoleon. So we were victorious that night. Did you have a good night? I did have a good night. Someone asked me if I worked there because I was wearing my Christmas jumper and Christmas hat and, and Trevor glasses. I think I even had my Trevor glasses on. Someone said, do you work it? Yeah. I like during your set, someone walked past me and said, is this the King's School's annual school show? <laughs> and there was a beautiful moment where I just went, yes, yes, it is. And I think it was whilst you were doing... Uh, Sex moves to music. Well, that could have been uh, any point in my set. That mo- it could have been the whole set. That- that's what you call your new show, isn't it? Sex moves. Yeah, coming to Edinburgh next year. Chris Barnes, sex moves. What also got me the fact was I was just a joke, and then one of the acts later on did exactly the same joke, or talked about it again, and asked the audience if they knew what it was. And I thought, I talked about this earlier. What was your joke? What, what, let, let, let's unpack this right now. Let's, let's have a discussion. What, what was the joke? I mentioned No Not November, and then someone else went, yes, No Not November. Has anyone heard of it? <clears throat> they have. They have heard of it, because I said it about 10 minutes ago. And this is the thing, though. Like, acts don't listen sometimes. And it's such a basic thing mm. of paying attention to what someone has said before you, before going on. I mean, I weren't paying attention, and I did five hours of sex noises. That's not my act now. It is. It's, it's all he does, Lister. It's all he does. <laughs> I did turn the music off at one point and just said, look, it's just me thrusting the air. That's all it is. If I turn the music off, it's not funny. Well, it is funny. But... That was the last time we spoke, that gig. It was. How many Christmas trees you got left to take pictures of? Too many. It's ridiculous, <laughs> this. Like, and I was going well, to speed it up by doing like a video of me like, doing like 20 in one. But then I thought, I'll get them off the internet. And then thought, well, if I get them off the internet, then the internet would be angry. Would you be angry if you saw it just like... I would. I, would, I think... I think got he... a shutterstock tree rated yeah. it out then. Yeah, so the problem... And also, uh, this week, weirdly, I've got no gigs in, which was, one, because I'm going to Sweden, and two, because I needed a proper little break. So I'm, I'm <laughs> so it's been harder to find trees. Like, because I'll be honest, <laughs> I haven't been going out just looking for them. I've kind of coincided them with everyday life. And also, in a work point of view, we've had no students in. So I haven't gone anywhere. So I'm oh, wondering if I could do the backs of some trees and sell them as a different tree. You are aware that in Sweden, they have trees. I know there's trees in Sweden, but they're not going to be shit, are they? <laughs> are you basically saying you've got the same problem for your little TikTok series that you had for this show, which was it was too good. They're too can't take a picture of that. It's too good. Exactly. It's exactly that. I can't handle it. I was going to say something and I've forgotten. Well, this is good for a podcast, isn't it? Um... It's all right, man. You take your time. Shall I tell you what I did last night? Well, on Christmas Day. So, oh, stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do on Christmas Day, Barnsley? What I did on the 5th of December was I went to Backyard Comedy to do a competition. You never did. I did. And I get, I get there and I look in the front row. I know we sat in the front row, but Danny Scott and his friends 
Go so on. I, so I've got to do the competition in front of him. He's not there as a comedian. He's there as a punter. Oh, really? And then when they asked him what he did, he said, oh, I'm a graphic designer. But you lying bastard. You are a comedian. Tell the tell the, tell the comp there you are a comedian. Yeah, but like, in all fairness, so, like, no, you would never say that in a million years, like, if you were the show. Would you? I would if, if I someone was... asked, what would you do for a living? You always go for the other. You never go, I'm a comedian. Because you're just asking yourself to be ripped apart. Well, I mean, if you're performing, would you say you're a comedian still? Is that, no, not a comedian. No, 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 definitely not with some of the acts recently. He said he was from Ashford, and they said in um, in Brighton they had Alison Hammond turn the lights on, and in Ashford they have electrician. That's a good joke. That's a good good joke. Actually, have we spoke since I turned on Deal's Christmas lights? No, we haven't. No. Oh mate, uh, so uh, similar to that, having an electrician turn them on. Deal had me. <laughs> And there was a beautiful moment where the guy organising it, with four minutes before going on, when uh, one of the accents turned up, can you feel for 12 minutes? And have you ever... Have you, it's a weird experience when there's a lot of families there who haven't turned up for comedy are looking at you going, what's he going to do for 12 minutes? And uh, what I did was talk about how the DFLs have brought up everything and Bohemian Rhapsody. How long's Bohemian Rhapsody? It's quite long, isn't it? You can get six minutes five out of it on a yeah. good run if you do some stuff at the end. It was it was great. It was great, but my arse completely went of going, hold on a minute. One of these up, I crowd too. They know what comedy is. <laughs> Every time the snow machine goes off, it turns off the power to everything else. <laughs> What do you want me to do? <laughs> I went on. And then I think there was like a guest of honour mm. who was there to hit the button and they gave me no information on him, which was a bit bit bad, where you're like, okay, and here we are. I think you all know him, because I don't. Come Mr. on, son. Mr. Tumble. That one, Mr. Tumble. They had a pan. Oh, they had a pan. Oh, they had a dame. What, from what so panto? I don't know. Uh, the Deal Panto. Deal Panto. Uh, and they booked me for next year. So uh, every That and Poor Fest, I'm doing too. He's doing double headlines. Poor Fest isn't just a, a one place festival, is it? It's like all over the place. I think, is it? Wow. Yeah. Because where are you doing yours? Doing it at Bet's Hanger Park. Swear, swear my boss went to it. I was waiting for him to go. And then this bloke like Henry VIII came on dancing. <laughs> <laughs> he was clearly filling and sung Bohemian Rhapsody. He went, well, hey, to load of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. The problem, I need to stop with selfies and shit like this for saying I'll get 100 because it's too many. It's like I only got 26 dogs. Like, it, it, the, the problem is with that as well. Like, dogs like, are hard to get on video. So then it went to selfies. And then that was just a nightmare as well because everyone thinks their dog's well behaved. A lot like <laughs> children. Everyone thinks, like, oh, he's a good boy. Look, look, he's focusing. It's like, that dog's not focusing on anything. It's, it's like, oh, he's paying attention. No, he's not. No, he's not. It's... Oh, we'll do it in a minute. It's like, I've got to host the prettiest bitch competition. Hurry up. <laughs> this kid came up to talk to Zuma. Yeah. And Zuma couldn't give a shit because he was after his ball. But he's stroking him. He's going, oh, and he's nice. And that's what we want the dog to do is pay attention to the person who's stroking him. And so you don't feel embarrassed. But no. <laughs> no, he's more interested in in his effing ball. <laughs> but that's weird, though, isn't it? When people talk to your dog, you feel like you, you need to tell your dog to be like, come on, please, please just do something. Come on, don't be rude. Don't be rude about this. And then they think, no, be rude. Someone just stopped you in the street and started stroking you. Yeah, but Danny Scott, who turned up with the gig, I can't believe that. Danny, Danny Did he Scott stroking you? In the front row. 
with his blue luminous Christmas jumper on. If anything could put me off, it's him sat in the front row looking at me. He didn't. He stayed at my house Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Did he put you off? Cut that bit out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just sat there. Um, what are you doing? I got through the first round as a wild card. Well done. And then the second round, I smashed it and got through to the final. Are you and, in the final? And then they had the final, and I was the third person on the stage. So I'm taking it as I came third. So I'm having that. I was like, yes, get in. And uh, are you going to put that on your poster now? I am finalist at the uh, knockout at the backyard. This this might age like a fine wine by the time we get to Christmas. He said he's going to try and set me up with some gigs. He said to everyone, and then he said, all right, Trevor. And I was like, hang on a minute. You said that to everyone else, and I wasn't there in the earshot. Does that mean it's not me? It's, uh, was Danny Ward on that? No, you're thinking of David Ward, who runs it. Uh, oh, that makes sense. He's a good comic. He's the, he's the one who said electricity joke. Oh, yeah. Well, of course you would. I'm sure you called him Danny. We call me Trevor all night. I don't mind being called yeah. Trev. I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not bothered. Look at you. Look at you turn the minute the man gives you some gigs. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. You call me whatever you want. Call no, me cunt. It's fine. Simon Baker even knows what my real name is, but still calls me Trev. Yeah, but I like made a conscious effort to start calling you Chris more. I, I, I'll be honest, in the early days, I always got confused when you'd turn up. Like, like there was a few times I'd book you, and I'm talking early, early on, back when, like, uh, the Eagle or something, and then you turned up. I went, oh, I've not met him before. And then you come on dressed as Trevor, I thought, oh, I've booked the good guy. And I always remember that, going, like, and back then I thought, maybe I'm not a booker. What do you mean you've booked the good guy? Well, because you turned up, and, like, obviously I'd seen Trevor feel good. Oh, you were like, <coughs> this, this isn't the guy I've heard of. <laughs> And I didn't know the difference between the two. Now I do. All too well. Some would say too much of the difference <laughs> I know at this point. <laughs> but I, I heard of you. Um, I was doing a radio show on yeah. P5 Radio. And I couldn't yeah. do it one week. And you said you'd do it. And we'd never met before. Uh. And I went with someone I knew. And, and then people said, and people have said, oh, Adam, Adam used to work on the holiday camps. So I'm thinking Ted Bovis. Yeah. Is that what put you off? That no. guy coming on the radio. Just going, morning, campers, again and again. Here's yeah. some shawaddy waddy. That's what I thought would happen. Crazy, isn't it? How fast time goes. That's nearly <laughs> 10 years ago. Wow. Wow. Look at that time fly. And we had Arnold Gutbucket on it, who, yeah, when you look back, how weird is that? I've not seen him in years. I don't know who that is. Who's that? He was really big on the holiday park. This is the oh. problem with coming off the holiday parts on the comedy circuit. Is you want to bring everyone with you. Yeah, the Arnold was incredible. Like, but some people aren't suited for that environment. So, You're right, have you seen they've closed all the ponting? Yes, I saw they closed all the ponting. So we're going to put oh. asylum seekers in it, which I wanted them to do, just so people get angry. Well, <laughs> they're, they're all using the like rides. The, they're all using the rides. They're going to the seven o'clock bingo. <laughs> I've got Jason Donovan on. They've been through enough. That's what he's done. Let them in and just kept it as holiday path. It was a shithole. I mean, I mean, there's very few jobs. Well, the only job that I've actually ran away from. I'm thinking, if I just go, what, what, what's the repercussions? What do you mean, ran away? I, I literally woke up one day and thought, I can't do this anymore. I packed my stuff, got on the bus, and just didn't tell anyone. Do they know that you've left now? Probably not. Probably still waiting for me to go on. So, come on, where is he? <laughs> Is that your was that your last foray into holiday camps? Did you go to another one after that? No, I phoned up Kim Holmes and I think I went 
to do, 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 do. I think I did a John Fowler's to finish that year. Kim Holmes, friend of the show. It does up come up quite a lot. A lot. <laughs> I was like, tail between my legs going, Kim, I've just <laughs> been to the worst place. And because working in Kim, uh, him hearing a story about a place he didn't run, being shit, he gave me the gig instantly. <laughs> that, is, that is almost the comedy mentality of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll never guess how shit this gig was. Yeah, mate, come on, I'll give you a gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you some work. Oh, the, the stories that man must have. The money that man must have. I wonder if he's still going. Let's get him on. No. I listened to one of the episodes from the Advent Calendar, and you start off with Dick of the Week or something, and you go, you go, Philip Schofield. And then you said, oh, I wonder if something might come out. And it did. You yeah. You, you predicted. Did I call it? Did I call Schofield? Oh, you, wow. You called Schofield last year in December. In 2022, you called it. Hello, you're listening to St Nick or St Dick where every week we talk about someone, should they be seen as a father Christmas character, or are they a dickhead? And this week, I'm joined by Chris Barnes. So, we have Philip Schofield. (laughs) Well, you didn't get the concept of that, did you? No, we didn't understand the concept of the podcast. (laughs) Philip Schofield, is he uh, a St Nick, or is he a St Dick? This goes out in December, we're not sure. Well, he's a dick for cutting the key. He is indeed a dick. Uh, Join us next week, where we are joined... Philip Schofield. So, uh, thank you Yay. very much. Oh, imagine if something happens along the way. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> this isn't uh, St. Nicholson. It's small screen nineties Christmas cavalade of Advent Calendar. Wee! I always knew, though, like, there was always a hint. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, there wasn't. I thought it was a nice bloke. But I also thought uh, Rolf Harris was a nice bloke. He let you play his didgeridoo. Only once. Only once. You got me some paid oh, gigs after that. You need, you need, you need to sell yourself higher, mate. Don't, don't just be friends with people because they get your paid gigs. You've got a picture of him in Pontins. Yeah, with me. Oh. When I was a kid, like because we used to go on holidays there. This is the sad thing, like jokes aside about Pontins. So many good family holidays there, partly because we went for a lot of days out, but good memories of being there and the, and the crocodile club. And all those great things. And and now it's just, like, all gone to shit. You're listening to the Christmas special. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the middle of the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back. Which we haven't talked about Christmas yet. We haven't talked about anything Christmassy as yet. We are the Richard Curtis of podcasts, which is we did all, he did his four weddings in the funeral, we did all his wedding jokes. And we've done 25 podcasts, we did all our Christmas material. And we've got nothing left, nothing, nothing. Got love, you could talk about Christmas, though. So. Could talk about Christmas. What did you do for Christmas? I went to Harvester. Well, yeah, because it hasn't happened yet. You went to Harvester. Went to Harvester for Christmas dinner on Christmas Day. Hold on, hold on, well back, well back. Are you actually doing that? I'm actually going to Harvester for Christmas Day. You're going Christmas. to Harvester on yeah. Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, what is wrong that's with this? That's not right. I know it's not right. That's not right. It's not. That's just a... <laughs> so, so what what are you getting out of that? Uh, some food, I think. Food. So, so you're having a Christmas dinner. You can't yeah. have a salad bar on Christmas Day. <laughs> you in another episode, you were talking about the, the national dish of some country on Christmas Day is KFC. And you were saying you would love a KFC on Christmas Day. So I might have one. Yeah, but I always think as well, like KFC are missing a trick of not using turkey over mm. the Christmas period for a brief period of time. Mm. KFT is, I would call it. But KFT. also, like, I, I, you know what? The more you say harvested, the more I think, hold on a minute, that does sound like a good idea. I suppose it's no mess. No, you it's don't all clean, have to. And you, you get the salad bar. Yeah, and you don't have to put, buy any food for Christmas Day. Yeah. No, no, you're a clever man. Actually, I'll take it all back. That's a weird one. I've never never heard that. I didn't even think they were open on Christmas Day. Have you booked it? Yes, it's booked. Yeah, I'm not going to just turn up and hope for the best. Just turn up, knock on the door. Hello? <laughs> Hello? What a weird... salad bar. Chris wants his croutons. <laughs> the weird thing will be um, seeing people on Christmas Day that aren't your relatives. Yeah, like the staff, the poor staff that are there because of idiots like you on <laughs> Christmas Day turning up demanding a Christmas dinner. Do you like a Christmas pudding? I do like Christmas pudding. Also... Brandy butter or custard? <clears throat> uh... I'm in the custard era of my life at the moment. I- I'm going through quite a lot. In the last two weeks, I've had two tins. This is your custard period. This is my custard period. Uh... I like walking home on Christmas Eve and people, strangers walking past you and wishing you Merry Christmas. I quite like that. I don't think I've ever had that. Have you? Oh, I've had it before. Walking home over the bridge. Merry Christmas, son. I feel like you're in a Christmas carol. I love that. And especially being in Ashford, I'm going like, hold on, why is he distracting me? Where's me wallet? It's not a mugging. I do like Christmas. It is. It's a, it's a festive mug, mugging. That was my observation. Of people that wear Grinch stuff that, go, yeah. that say stuff like, I don't like Christmas. 
I thought you'd do because you've got Christmas merchandise on. Grinch stuff is Christmas merchandise. You can't have this that I don't like it. Yeah, any people that don't wear anything is that means they're Grinch. But if you've gone out and bought a Dr. Zeus jumper, then you are in the Christmas spirit. So do you think by the time this oh. goes out, you would have taken a picture of all your Christmas trees? Uh, no, not at all. I'm, I'm thinking of carrying on for next year. No, you can't do that. You have to finish. Yeah, I have to finish it all. You have to, you have to finish it this year. Well, you say that, but, but isn't it nice to have like a repeat, like like to carry on with it? Yes. Are you reading the text like, you know, Sorry, I've just, just literally had an email, like apparently there's nothing to do in London on Christmas Eve for the Japanese. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to give that any context. Just going to let that fruit hang. <laughs> there isn't. The British Museum's shut. <laughs> take it to Harvester. I'll take it to Harvester. I'm not taking it. Christmas Eve's weirder than Christmas Day, isn't it? I've got Christmas Eve off this year. And oh, boy. I, I, <laughs> I prefer that to to Boxing Day because Christmas Eve is mad. Everyone is just wanting to buy everything, anything yeah. that's nailed down. And there's always a family before you're about to finish. And then they come along with that hundred quids worth of stuff and go, oh, can we put this through now? It's like, oh, you've had a month and now you go buy all this crap that you're going to bring back on Boxing Day. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I uh, I might be that person this year as I get paid on the twenty third of December. You, it's you, isn't it? <laughs> Stop me! I usually get paid before, but I, I was looking at it going. Uh... You, you know what is that? You is that they know just before shops close, they change the prices for the Boxing Day, so you might hundred percent some Boxing Day stuff straight away. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, this is it, and that's why I always visit family on Boxing Day. It used to be great when I worked away and then come back. Adam's here. <laughs> Hello. Have you seen Richard Curtis is doing a film with a genie in it with Melissa McCarthy? Have you made this up? No, it's on Sky, and I was really surprised it was it was directed, it was written by Richard Curtis. That's what that made me think. Absolutely terrible. That's what made me think of him earlier. Wonka was good. I liked Wonka when I watched it in the in the future. I, I liked Wonka, uh, and also seven of the songs were by the Divine Comedy. Are they? Oh. Yeah, so probably one of my favourite bands of all time ever. So are you watching Wonka and he's going to the factory and you down now 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 What's that? What's that? <laughs> Give us a clue. Down now 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 no, no, no. You're gonna kick yourself when I say all it. It's Father Ted. Oh, it is. It is. Sorry, man. You just made it sound like a guitar piece. Now, now, now. We should have brought games in. Mm. What game would you have brought in if you could bring in any game? Buckaroo. You what? Buckaroo. I love a bit of Buckaroo. I've, yeah, I've had to buy some Christmas presents, and you realise that some games are just the end bit is the fun bit. Mouse trap. Mouse, I was going to buy a mouse trap, and I thought it's quite a boring game until until right at the end when it goes around and, and gets the mouse. That's that's all we want. Monopoly because it's just over. <laughs> it's just finished, and, it, and you've not got a character, and you've not had any weird negotiations. I had a full fallout one Christmas with someone over Monopoly because when they sold their hotels, they were like, well, the houses are still there. And I was like, no, because if this was the real world and you knocked down them houses, build the hotel, if you then built the hotel, the houses wouldn't be there. And they were like, no, 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 they would be. It's like, no, that's not how it works. Like once you knock something down, it's gone. It's gone. It's not there. You had a construction argument with someone. They'd definitely be there. They would definitely still be there. 
No, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't because that's how construction works, listeners. And pop up pirate. I was thinking about getting pop up pirate and pop up pirate's a good one. Is it? Yeah. Maybe the waiting for it to pop up. Well, that's the payoff. Pop up pirate, isn't it? I've gone with because this came out. This comes out after Christmas. I've gone with the floor is lava, which yeah. sounds like a fun game, but I don't think there's much to it. I think you just have to jump onto the bits of paper on the floor and don't touch what, the floor. Why don't you play? How much can I get from the salad bar? That's quite a good game. Like, take a small plate and see how much you can pile it up. Would you leave our... We're not sponsored by Harvester. Well, we well, not now. When will there be a harvest <laughs> for the world? That is the song I was trying to think of, but it wasn't coming in my head. Like, well, the oh. Christians. No, I think more of the, it was more of the advert, wasn't it? Was, didn't they have that yeah. advert once? I think so. They're, they're very odd. They were around the time of beef eaters being big, I remember. No, come on. If I was having a wimpy Christmas, that would be quite depressing, wouldn't it? I don't think it would. I think the big old wimpy beefy would come and meet you. I said, if they made Five Nights at Freddy's in England, it would be in a wimpy. It would be in a wimpy. Have you seen Five Nights at Freddy's? No. I've heard he's asleep most of the time. I've not oh. heard this. Oh, I've well, not seen not, it yet. Have you not seen it? Oh, sorry. Oh, spoilers. No spoilers. It's fine. Spoilers. Uh, you spoil away. Or if Five Nights at Freddy's was made in England, it would be in a brewer's fair and they'd be chased around by Charlie Shaw. <laughs> Charlie Chuck, Charlie Chuck, and that'd be black. It'd be more like Scooby Doo. He can get you out of trouble, he can teach you how to juggle That's Charlie Chuck Yeah, Charlie Chuck He rode a boat to sea to do some sleeping and some fishing When he awoke, he saw an island Was he breathing or just wishing? Wacky way of chalking, Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk. Oh, Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk. <laughs> <laughs> Now gone full circle because the first ever show we talked about was Charlie Chalk because I thought it was in the 90s and it effing wasn't. It was in the 80s and it fucked the show up from the start. Uh, oh, <laughs> and this is it. This is it standing on the edge of forever. Yes. So I don't know if anyone in if any of the listeners will know this because we probably weren't telling them one. But this is the last ever episode we're doing. I know. We are it's finishing. a sad day. Do, 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 do you feel sad? I do feel sad because it's fun, but also we're not... Uh, should we say why we're stopping for? Just not got the time. Busy all the time. ACAS don't give us much money. So we're yeah, thinking... that as well. <laughs> the, the fees have dropped. We're thinking but, of knocking, knocking on the head. But, yeah, we're, we're still going to do stuff. We've not quit comedy. Yeah, imagine if we just go, up, right, bye. <laughs> this is it now. We didn't, tell it any, we didn't tell anyone. We just quit. That's, that's how the quitters happen it's the ones that go at, i'm retiring and it's like you'll be you'll be back gone what sorry but people don't what well, i'm retiring is the equivalent of saying nobody's paid attention to me oh yeah well i've done that once <laughs> and i was yeah. gigging i was gigging within two weeks i was doing them for paul tingy because tingy went oh yeah but just do one for me it's like all right then. <laughs>
I'll come back. Oh, I mean, when, when you're doing the prestigiousness of Tiggy as well. <laughs> yeah, Tiggy. How could you turn that down? If Tiggy offers you a gig, mate. Tiggy is the comedy back. Score, the comedy store can fuck off, but Tiggy. <laughs> Do you want to come a gig in the centre of London? Nah, I'm doing Dover, <laughs> land of dreams. So thank you for listening, everyone who's ever listened. If you've downloaded it every week, we really appreciate it. And why didn't you tell your fucking friends? <laughs> no, jokes yeah. aside, it, it, it's been it's been really good fun. And we loved yeah. every minute of it. It's just we're both doing other stuff and just time constraints now. It's hard enough to get an hour and a half in. Uh, but yeah, thank you. We are going on Deal Radio, though. So if you've enjoyed this... I don't think Deal oh, Radio, no, it's finishing either. This. Well, they're going to have a big surprise when they get to this episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> in two years. Hang on, we've got to do this. Thank you to Joseph Bartram as well, friend of the show. Hello, Joseph Bartram, friend of the show. You got a friend in me. It has to be mentioned at least once this episode. Definitely, definitely. And uh, so, small screen nostalgia, what would you give it overall? I'd give it... I'll give it 95 out of 100. 95 out of 100. I'll give it 96. So let's lock it in. Locked in our own show. Yeah, it's done now. This is it. Oh, (laughs) hang on a minute. We can't have a Christmas special without our friend. Can we not? I don't know if he's here, though. Is he here? I'm just going to make a cup of tea. All right. Oh, oh, hello. Oh, oh, oh. Is that that Chris? How are you? Hello. I can't believe I've actually brought you on. I'm I'm the one that's like It's me, Father Christmas. Having to point it out because the voice isn't that good. Yes, yes, very similar. Mr. Kidman. How have you been this year? I've been very good. We we finished the podcast, Santa. What? Yeah, sorry. How how does this affect me on levels of exposure? You won't won't be on the Christmas special next year. Oh, fuck this. Bye-bye. Oh, I'm back. How was that? And he visits a million kids a year, does he? And he's never... No one's ever reported him for swearing. (laughs) I, I, don't fall out. You've fallen out with enough people, mate. Don't fall out with Santa. No. So, so bye, bye, everyone. Bye, bye, everybody. I'll light the fire. You place the flowers in the vase that you bought today. Staring at the fire. 
Today. 